Yo, 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 what's going on? Welcome to another episode of All Shit, I'm 40. This is your boy, Gene Lott, and we are coming to you with another fantastic show. Tonight with us, we got Marcus, a.k.a. Dirty, and then we got your boy with a million Facebook and Instagram pages, <laughs> my man, Super Tease. What it do, what it do. And we got a special guest in the audience, but we're going to call him out later. This is his first time hanging out with us. But thank you. Welcome to All Shit, I'm 40, man. Hey, it's been a little while since we recorded. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's be been a couple weeks, man. It's been a couple weeks, but it's been an exciting couple weeks, man. Oh, man, man who you telling? Spring break was done, out the way. Yep, definitely. We went on trips. We got yeah. our passports. Yeah. We went down. We uh, we went down to cartel country, man. You know. Oh, but, and, we we're, and we're back alive. We're back alive. <laughs> <laughs> For oh sure. man, I, so I wasn't too excited. My, you know, we went to Outer Banks. So, oh, I love the Outer Banks. That was safer too. than Cartel Country. <laughs> I love the Outer Banks, but you know, it wasn't exciting as y'all. You know what I mean? Oh uh, man, yeah. I love the Outer Banks, man. It's a real chill, chill spot. Yeah, and I think it's um one of those places that you know who you go with. Yeah. Makes the trip absolutely. You know what I mean. Um, I, I say the same thing about Ocean City. You know, definitely some, Ocean City. Yeah. Sometimes people say Ocean City. Yeah, why you want to go to Ocean City? I'm like you go there with the right folks, man. Exactly. You can have a great time. And, 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 though, for real. and speaking of which, like, when you say facts. the right folks, when we went down the uh, cartel country, aka Cancun, aka Mexico, we went down with a, a real good group of folks, man, to celebrate uh, our man Tees. What up? His wedding. You yeah. know. He shed a tear. <laughs> like every dude that gets married sheds a tear. No, nah, man, that was something the beach sand got in my eye, man. Oh, I keep on telling you, I okay. wasn't crying, man. It was the sand that got in my eye. Real G's don't cry, huh? Nah, not <laughs> yeah, not was, so let me tell you about your boy T. Sorry. Oh, here we go. This is before he even walked up the aisle. Like, you know how they be waiting on the side, Marcus? Mm-hmm. He started choking up. Like, the, you know how the bottom lip quiver? That's what he was doing. <laughs> but his best man called him out though. Oh, man. So we're all sitting we're all sitting there. Everybody turn around. So soon as they see the bottom lip quiver, all the wives are like, Oh, look at him. Oh, look at him. But he he took it like a G though. He had the sunglasses on. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all ain't gonna see my eyes. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but uh it was beautiful, man. And they had the ocean behind them and everything, you yeah. know. It was so beautiful. I got home. I opened up my wedding album, and I was like, "Damn, man!" Just wanted to reminisce because you know how, like, when you go to weddings and stuff, you start thinking about your own wedding, yeah. Right? And then you think about like, "Damn, this shit costs a lot of money." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure, for but sure, for sure. Nothing like a destination. wedding. It's nothing because you had a destination wedding too, Nassau, right? Saw Bahamas, yeah, yes, sir. How was that? Oh, I loved it, loved it. So I remember the first time I saw my wife. I'm standing next to the Reverend, right, and you know we're recording. Yep. And I see her. Coming around the building, coming down, and the first thing I said is, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah. shit right. real. Mr. Reverend, I was like, "Oops, shit yeah, real." Man. I mean, yeah. just like I told T's, I think I said it's like it's something about when you see them in that dress, mm-hmm. and you see them coming down, they look all angelic and floating and shit. <laughs> now I know some people do the whole was it the first look thing where they see each other in private first. Oh, yeah, they asked me if I wanted to do that. I was like, I didn't want to do it. Yeah. I wanted it to be the first time when I seen yeah, her. And that's how out. I was. I, the first time I seen Val was like when she came down. I kept hearing about the dress like, oh, I found this dress. Mm-hmm. I found this dress. I'm like, what it look like? Don't worry about it. But like, when I seen her, I was like, shit. Yeah. I was like, how much it cost? But yeah, man. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. How much that's going to cost? Well, like, hold, hold can we Can we introduce us? Yeah, man. You know, I've been, pu- I've been putting the, I've been putting them to the fire. The infamous. The infamous. Yeah. 
you know, he got a last name that everybody should know, you know, somewhere down the line, he's probably related to that family, you know, but it's my man, everybody's friend, my man, Tommy Benz. What's going on, Tommy? They can, they can hear you in the background. Glad to be here. Thank you. He's like, oh, my God. That was the cheesiest intro. You're supposed to be like, motherfucker. <laughs> Look, man, I'll tell you this, man. I, I didn't know Gene for a while, and I've been hearing about this infamous Tommy this. We, we're going to Kentucky. We're going here. We're going there. Mm-hmm. This business venture, that business venture. I was like, who ha- who the hell is this guy? It was like, I've never seen him, man. I just keep hearing about him. but He's like Ghost. From power. <laughs> From power, right? He like goes from power, you know. But nah, man, I'm glad uh, you came through, Tommy. Glad to finally meet you, man. I heard um, a lot of great things about you, man. So hopefully, um, I get to learn a little bit more about you, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen Tommy in almost a couple of years, I think. I Has it been like. that long? It might have been. Damn. But uh, but no, Tommy's a real cool dude. Yeah, man. Tommy. Tommy's my guy. Uh, what year was that, Tommy? That was like 2010. That's when we met, right? No, or it was 09. It was somewhere. The Saints won the Super Bowl. Oh, nice. And um, basically, we had a big snowstorm. Yeah, I remember that. And I remember Tommy had this truck, and he was just like, man, I'm about to make a liquor run. Who, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, all right, let's go. And I went to go tell Val, like, hey, I'm about to go with this white guy, and we're going to go get some liquor. <laughs> I met this dude out in the I just met this guy. I'm riding with it. And, like, Val was like, uh... Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and like ever since then, man, we just been boys, man. This is my brother, you know, That's my my came down to his wedding. We went all the way to Kentucky for his wedding. My dad, you know, he did a little stuff for his wedding and stuff, man, and it, it's just been beautiful. And he's been there for every significant event in my life. That's what's up, you know? man. So that that's my guy. So Good stuff. Hold on, let's see if we can get the clap. Not the well, not the venereal ah. disease. <laughs> <laughs> not that, but um Hold on, I'm where just it is? Glad there you go. No threesome or foursome joke. No, not today. Oh my oh, I, just still, I never work. It never works on time. There you go. There That's you what go. she said. <laughs> Shout out to my man Tommy. Definitely. So we're gonna get into it, but you know what we do here at All Shit on Forty. What are we drinking on? We're gonna start with Tease because. We and Tease humble abode today. Oh, drinking the same thing. Yeah, we no no no. We, I'm, I'm a little bit. No, Tease went Tease went oh, left. Um, today, uh, I'm drinking. What is this called? Eagle Rare. Oh, Tommy, that's up your aisle, man. Aged ten years, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Uh, my cousin TJ, what's up, TJ? Shout out to um, TJ. Yeah, he actually brought this to my house. Um, I want to say last summer at one of the cookouts we had, and um, it's it's very good. It's very good. You can drink it straight. Um, I'm you know I'm a I'm a big ginger beer guy, but I'm touching it with a little bit of ginger beer, and that's what I'm sipping on today, fellas. Nice, nice, oh, nice. Oh, Tommy said that's very hard to find. And look, Tommy is a Tommy is the guy that really put me on the bourbon. Mm-hmm. Like seriously. Before Tommy, I don't know what I was drinking. Probably Hennessy, Parmesan. <laughs> All the bad <laughs> shit. <laughs> Marcus, what you got in your class? Uh, so, as you know. There you go. It's always empty it's before always we get empty. to it. You I'm say sorry. he drank fast, then. I do, I do. It, this is actually my third glass. God. No, this but no. So I know TC's been talking about Los Hermanos, and he knows I'm a tequila guy. So he, of course, he puts it right in front of me, knowing that I'm. Gonna that. So a shout what, out to the Henson yeah, family. Yeah, sir. shout out, man, shout out. You know, it's really good though. So as you can tell, like I said, I'm on my third glass that is gone. So I'll be pouring another one shortly. Dog, enjoy the, yourself, brother. I definitely. The, the last show we had, uh, it was our porn episode. Jesus, man. We, we punished that bottle, but we didn't realize we punished the bottle. 
because we punished the bomb. I could go right. so many ways with that. What with the porn episode? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> but the bottle was punished, and the thing about it is, I think when I drink tequila, I just want the respostado. I don't want the regular tequila. No. I want respostado. That's yeah. it. What do you mean, Blanco? The huh? clear one is Blanco. Yeah, I, I don't want the Blanco. I okay. want the Resposado. Resposado. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's something about the Resposado that's like, I don't know, smooth, got a little sweetness to it. It's like, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's their flavor profile. But, you know, when you're looking at the killers, they got the Blanco, they got yeah. the Resposado, and then they got the Anejo. That's aged a little bit longer. Then the Resposado. So that's another one you got to try too. And Look at it. His they, cousins told him well. Look yeah, at yeah, him. They definitely put me on. Yeah. But they're going to they're gonna come out with, um, what is it? Excuse me, I'm pronouncing it wrong. Anejo. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, they told me shortly. So maybe by the end of this year, they'll have that as well. And nice. we're going to get them on the show. And we just got to have a tequila taste. And maybe they can do a debut. Hey. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get them on. We're going to get them on. So Gene is drinking what we just talked about. I already told you, I'm drinking the tequila. I'm drinking the tequila and eating some Royal Farms, world famous chicken with barbecue (laughs) sauce. And I got a glass of water that the lady of the house, Miss Henson, just hooked me up with. So appreciate it. I just saw her. Shout out to Wifey. Shout out to Wifey. There we go. Oh, she was in the background. I heard a little bit. (laughs) But yeah, man. So. All right, man, y'all, y'all ready Let's to get jump into it? I mean, Let's just jump. FYI, we sitting here watching the draft as well. Yes, shout out to um, the uh, 2023 draft. Yeah, shout out to uh, Lamar Jackson for signing his extension today. Whoa, uh, when did that happen? Um, probably about four hours ago. So oh, he, he signed? Yeah, he signed. I Is it close to Eagles money or no, a little bit more? It's surpassed, man. I think, yeah, it's definitely surpassed. I think it was like $185 million guaranteed. So what was the Ravens waiting on? I mean, I don't know, man. You know, sometimes you just need those comparables out there. God damn. Well, shout out to Lamar Jackson. All I want to do is borrow a dollar, hook me up, (laughs) you know, hook us up, man. We'll get you on the show. You know, maybe we can do it at your house, you know? (laughs) Definitely. But I'm a Washington Commanders fan, not a Ravens fan. Shut up. I don't want to hear anything from y'all. Jesus. And don't say I got receipts. I don't want to hear that shit today. I got some pictures in your Ravens again, so don't play me. That's a whole different subject. (laughs) All right, y'all. We about to get into it. So, look, um, we're doing something a little bit different. Um, sometimes on All Shit, I'm 40. We got topics that are lined up. But then sometimes um, you wake up in the middle of the night and your wife, like, punches you in your arm and say, hey, look at this. <laughs> and it was one of those nights. Well, it was one of those mornings where I actually texted these dudes early in the morning. So, I'm sure they probably got pissed off. Like, why is he up this early? But um, something came across on Instagram. And um, I actually just want to share this real quick. And uh, let me see if I can pull it up here. You know, Gene and technology. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to share courtesy of Black Marriage Movement IG page. Um, a couple of a couple of uh, a couple of scenes. All right. Mm-hmm. So here we go right now children not to know the struggle. I wanted my children to know what support was. I wanted them to know that. Many times we are hardwired to think that in order to be successful, we got to go through some shit. You don't have to go through some shit. Live your life. Be my child. I'll figure out the rest. It doesn't have to be all that. I agree with Stacia Mack. So, that clip. Basically, in a nutshell, I don't know whose mom it is. She was basically saying that she don't think her kids... Need to struggle. Live your life. We'll take care of the struggle. All right. 
then she will put them in position to win. Children not to know. That. Right. She'll put them in position to win. They don't need to struggle. She already came from the struggle. Mm-hmm. And she don't want her kids to have any type of struggle. Exactly. Right. So what we're going to do on part one is talk about this. So this whole episode is going to be about struggle. And this is kind of this is going to kind of dovetail off of um, our last episode, which was basically disciplining the kids. So we're gonna stay on the kids for a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, because we we all grown men, we married, and we got kids. Everybody got kids. We forty plus, and we got one that's on the horizon. Yeah, a couple more years, but everybody years. else is forty mm-hmm. plus here. Yeah. So we we gonna talk about that, but before we get into that, um, I'm gonna give an example of what somebody said, their response. And then I want to hear everybody else's response. We're going to go around the table. So black marriage movement. Um, one of the, uh, the, 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 the coordinators of this page, she, she broke it down. Number one, I want my children not to know struggles. That was the number one thing. She answered. It depends on the struggle. Mm-hmm. So she said, Hey, if struggle was abuse, depression, substance abuse, induced by poverty, poverty, welfare, living in the projects, survival mode, etc. Yes, they don't need to know that. Then she came back with B. However, the struggle of having to find a job, do a good job, work for money, earn good grades, etc. They need to know that struggle. So I'm going to start out with uh, Marcus. You want to tackle this first or you want me to go first? You go ahead and hit it first. All right, I'm, I'm going to hit this first because me and the wife had a discussion about this this morning. I want my kids to know about struggle because this world is not easy. And it's definitely not easy for African-American children. What? It's getting better. Is it? That's another topic. We'll, we'll hit that. But I feel like everybody I know that don't know struggle have been Basically, like the ones, the people I know that's been handing everything to them, mm-hmm. they can't handle when things don't go their way. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to raise my children that way. I don't want now. I'm not going to have my children. Um, I want my children to appreciate everything and to know that to get far in life that they have to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in order to understand that, you got to understand that everything in, everything in life ain't free. Everything in life ain't given to you. So when I give you these chores, this is preparing you for life when I'm gone. This is preparing you for, for when you're at work, when you don't get that promotion that you worked hard for. You know what I'm saying? So... That's kind of like my take on. That's one part. So, let me ask you this, Gene. Yeah. You know, you, you're doing fairly well in life. Uh, congratulations, you and your wife on that as well. And I mean, what do you do for your kids to help instill that sense of um, uh, what's the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just for them to have that appreciation of different things. I know you just mentioned chores. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. It is still hard, but I'm, I'm quick to tell them y'all don't have money. I don't have shit. I have money. You know, my son told me, asked me the other day, uh, we took them to Chick-fil-A. He had the nerve to ask me, Daddy, when you get Chick-fil-A for us, do you are you using your own money? Mm. Like, what? Oof. what, what you want to talk about, I'll put that car in park and Oof. turn around? Oof. 
Yeah, he, he seriously, yes. he had to sit there and think about that. Right. <laughs> like, yes, yes. I'm taking money out of my bank account, out of my paycheck to feed you every single day. Nothing I'm doing for you costs money. And and, and, and touching on that, so we as parents, we all want our children to have Everything. more than what we have, right? Yeah. Granted, my child, my oldest is uh, 11 years old, about to turn 12. She has a cell phone, all right? In my mind, I gave her a cell phone because she gets good grades. She does what she has to do in the, in school. And um, I need to know where she at. I need to know if she's safe. You know, I can track her. Yeah. But there are times when we have to take that cell phone away when she feels like that cell phone is a part of, you know, like, and I have to keep reminding her, this is a privilege. Mm-hmm. I didn't get my first cell phone until I was like a sophomore in college. Mm-hmm. Well, Dad, those are different times. No, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I, I'm going to tell you, it's a struggle because I'm trying to get them to realize that, yo, everything you get right now, you know, this is just a privilege. And I don't want to raise children, you know, to not feel like they're not going to struggle. I want them to struggle because they yeah. have to realize that you got to work. Right to get things, you know, and yeah, just getting good grades is not working. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, true, yeah. true. It's true. that shit when I tell you, yo, I need you to clean your room, and do it, not prompted. You know what I'm saying? So what we've been telling mom, you know, like say Miles, he's the oldest one, eight years old. What we have been telling him is, they like, said, so, you know, we we gave up. We gave him a cell phone for his eighth birthday. Yeah, I'm, yep. Ugh, but we did it. <clears throat> so what we've been telling him is that, you know, you are very, you are very blessed to have two parents that have great mm-hmm. jobs and giving you pretty much at, give not pretty much giving you everything you could need and wanting more. Mm-hmm. Not every single kid, I, t- I told him, not every kid in your school is as fortunate and blessed as you. So we actually have been talking to him more about people. Who are not as fortunate as us, you know, people who don't have a home, don't have right. a job. So we've been talking to them more about homeless people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in Waldorf, we see a lot more of the homeless. A lot, we see a lot of it a now. A lot more of them now. So, you know, he's asking us questions now, like, why don't they have a home? Uh, why don't they have this? Why don't they have, why their clothes look like that? Things like that. So we've been having these conversations with him, like, you know, we don't know their story. However, they don't have the house that we have. Right. They don't have the car that we have. They don't have the iPad or the phone that you have. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you just need to, you know, we've been telling him, you know, say your prayers at night. Thank him for everything you got because everything can be taken away just like that. Because I think kids nowadays think they're supposed to have yes. the stuff that they have. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I, like, I, I, I honestly think that. And then, um, and Tease, you can, you can answer this if you want. Mm-hmm. I think our parents did a good job at hiding their struggles from us. Mm-hmm. Whereas we as parents right now, I mean, do y'all think that we actually hide it? And I mean, some of us, some of our struggles are different, you know? Like sometimes I'll be looking, I'll be like, God damn, I gotta pay for fucking lunch. Like lunch <laughs> is like five out. Like y'all, like I remember, so the girls, they get like 20, $20 on their lunch account, right? Mm-hmm. I got there on Wednesday. That $20 is blown. 
And I'm like, how much is lunch? <laughs> I remember lunch was like a dollar fifty. I'm like, this twenty dollars. I'm thinking in my head, you bro, it's like two weeks. Replenishes account, <laughs> right? But then, I, then you go check. They began breakfast and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm just like, like with these kids now, it's like, all right. How, how do we how do we do this? So, do you agree with what she says? First of all, does everybody agree with what she says? Not to show them struggle, yeah. like let's take us let's let us the parents take on the struggle. Just let the kids. Well, it's like the response you read um, said. You know what is what? How do you define struggle? Like the struggles that she defined in the part A. You know, uh, abuse, depression, things like that. No, don't mm-hmm. want you struggle with that. However, getting a job, earning your own money. Yes, I do want you to. Like you said, work on that struggle. Um, take, for example, um, like my wife, um, when she was a teenager, her parents bought her car. Mm. Me, I got a summer internship for two years, saved every single penny up, and bought my own car. Mm. Nothing wrong with either situation. Right. But me and her are going through this battle. Like, she wants to buy the boys' cars when they're 16. Because me, I'm like, no. I want them to be able earn to it. earn it because when they had that car, if we buy that car for them, that's not their car. That's mine. Right. If they buy their car, then that's theirs. They'll appreciate it more. They'll actually work. Maybe they'll work harder, like to keep the oil changed, the tires, or gas right. in there, things like that. Um, you know, we can debate whether, you know, maybe we'll take them on the insurance or something like that. Uh, but no. So prime example with brother Marvin, Marvin King, our, our teammate from Bowie, shout out to Merv. Merv. We had this discussion. I was over at his house. And Marv always uh, fuck with me all the time because uh, he was like, yo, you was at Bowie and you had your own car. <laughs> I had shit. <laughs> and I was like, Merv, you got you got uh, red light tickets in my car. Why don't you use my car? <laughs> but like the point was he was always making like, bro, you was in high school and had your own car. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it wasn't my own. Like we had a car. And it was my sister's when she had it in high school. When she left for college, that jump was passed down to me like that. So, yeah, I had a car. You know what I'm saying? But the point he was making is, is like, again, bro, you still had a car. Like, you didn't have to go use your refund money to go buy a car and shit like that. You know, we touched on that on one episode. I think it was our first episode. TC was talking right. about you refund know, checks. using the refund checks to get that. You know what I'm saying? And he was just talking about different stuff like that. So, this is another comment that was on there. And I want y'all to respond to this. Many spoiled children of parents who, quote, give too much, end up of no value to society. They're crippled emotionally and mentally, lack discipline and delayed gratification. Expect life to be easy and often end up drug addicted because they feel useless and without real life skills. I was like, damn, she went deep and down the hole yeah. about that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she definitely went worst case scenario with that, but I mean, I mean, going back to your original question, I know he's kind of going around the table, going around the horn with it. Do I agree with what the lady was saying? To a certain extent, I do, but not all the way. Now, the certain struggles that I went through as growing up, I don't need my kids going through all those different struggles that I went through. Now, do I need them to have a sense of, like, appreciation for different things, awareness of everything that's going on in the world? Like, you were talking about the homeless guys, homeless people, understanding. Yeah. 
Yes, I want them to understand that. I don't. I'm not going to sit up here and buy my kids every single toy, every single new pair of Jordans that they want. But when they do good, right, I will reward good, good behavior, good, behavior yeah. good things that they've done. Yes, they have different, like you were speaking, Gino, they have chores in which they have around the house in which they have to contribute. Obviously, they're not working just yet, but they have to understand that, hey, all these things that you see daddy has, different cars and what have you, daddy has to work for this. Daddy have different type of businesses, what have you. Daddy has different type of investments. So I, that's one thing I'm big with my kids is, is like teaching them about investing. Right. About saving. What's the Instagram? Shout out to Instagram. Oh, shout out to Instagram. Um, <laughs> Tease keys to success. Uh, please follow me on IG. All right. Shameless <laughs> <laughs> plug, but I appreciate you, Gino. But but at the end of the day, that's one of my biggest things is is just you know teaching my kids that you know you can do and have anything that you want in life, but you do have to work for it. I don't need them to live in all the three or four different hoods that I lived in growing up. I don't need them to get you know. Beatings of switches and belts and stuff like I right. grew up. Yeah. Eating ramen noodles and, you know, going to my neighbor's house, asking them for a cup of sugar or some milk because we didn't have stuff in the house. I don't need that. Right. I can teach them through me so they can appreciate the different things. Because, like, Braxton, you know, he just sees daddy's, you know, all this stuff. What? Oh, daddy, you rich. You this and that. Da, 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 da. No, daddy is comfortable. Yeah. But daddy, daddy real had, comfortable. Yeah, you see those papers on the wall? Those that's, are degrees. That's how daddy got there. Yep. Those are diplomas. Those are certifications. But I don't need them to go through every single struggle that I've been through. But I am teaching them and making them aware of different things that we've gone through. Because sometimes, you know, some people in that family is not as successful as I am. That's true. And they wonder why, you know, they go over their house. You know, sometimes things are a little bit different than what you got here. And that's when you have to really explain to them. What is the difference in, you know, what what is things are going on? You have to work hard. You have to also have God in your life as well. Um, school is very important. Um, athletics, and my kids are, you know, really getting into athletics now. Um, teaching them, you know, why am I putting you in athletics? I don't want you to go to the NFL. I don't want you to go to the NBA. But I do want you to know that there's teamwork. Okay. Teamwork is big. Life lesson. Teamwork. Yeah, there's exactly. discipline. There's hard yep. work. You're gonna lose. You're gonna win. But you got to be able to bounce back from either way. You know what I mean? So yeah. And there's life lessons with having you. I don't know about you guys, but you remember your first job as a teenager? Yeah, I remember my first job. You like? Did you enjoy it? I sure did. It I was. Come, it was. In, it was. In, yeah, you felt independent. It. Yes. You know. What like I'm when you got that first check. When I got that first check and wondered, where's all of my money going? <laughs> well, who's psycho? Who's psycho? No, but, I mean, look at these kids today, bro. Like, everyday news is something. So these kids don't have any sense of authority. None. They don't have any respect for elders. None. Like, they're going up to people at gas station. Like, people and robbing them. And robbing them. Uh, killing them. And it's, and it's the, the females, too. Like, yeah. the teenage females, which is so crazy. having a job teaches you... You know, just another Whoa. another set of life lessons. Like, you know, again, you have a boss. You have someone. You have yeah. someone, quote unquote, superior with you. You have to listen to them. They give you direction. You have to follow it. It can also give you leadership skills. You can become a leader in that job. Then you can tell other people what to do. You can become exactly. an organizer. Um, gain money on a weekly or biweekly basis. Start saving money in your savings account. Buy things you want. Save what you want. And see that right there. And this might even be another episode when we get into the entrepreneurship episode and our financial literacy episode. A lot of times, and be honest, whose parents 
really sat down and talked finances with their kids. Because I know in black households, it's taboo. Man, you don't, don't don't talk to me about where fuck my fucking money. Just know you got clothes in your back. Oh, hold on, Washington pick is in. Oh, who cares? Keep with Commanders fans. Who gives a damn. Pick sixteen. <laughs> He's only going to last. Damn, we don't even get a live uh, joke. When, when you're cool. celebrating in April, that just tells you everything about your Jesus. team. Jesus, he's only going to last two years. <laughs> Look, he's he going to talk shit baby. now because his quarterback uh, signed finally. <laughs> Anyway, no. Anyway, like These kids need to understand the value of a dollar. So, like in high school, I still think the best class I took in high school was an intro to finance class. Mm. It was, I took one of those too. Yeah. It was more beneficial yep. than any history, any calculus, yep. any physics, chemistry, because it taught me, you know, it taught me information about a credit card, about mm-hmm. loans. Um, buying a car versus um, what do you call it? What's the other? Oh, leasing. Leasing a car. Yep. Um, talked about APR. And, um, beware of credit cards. I say no zero interest rate for for, for six months or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it. I got more value. I remember everything from that class to this day more than you know what anything is. else. I took yeah. something similar to that, and um, that was my first introduction to the stock market. Mm-hmm. Uh, the funny thing was, it that wasn't a required class. It was like for a, me, oh, I don't know yeah. how it was. You, what, you call it? I was an um, what they call it? Electives. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was an elective. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this question, and this time I'm gonna drag Tommy into this too. Tommy. 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 All right, <laughs> Tommy. You're a business owner. You have a son. My nephew Jack. Real cool dude. Being gifted. A business, like how would you handle that? How, 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 like what, what? Let's hear from Tom. Forget him. So would this how mean, would you handle that? So would this means simply passing down a family business just because yep. that's your son. Okay. Because this man worked hard. I yeah. would, I would not. I don't because I, you know. So, so my company, I, I have a consulting company with a partner, and I work with. Um, work with business owners on getting federal contracts. That's probably the right. simplest way. It's like do consulting for getting federal contracts. So I work with all of all the people that I work with are business owners. And I can tell you that, that it's very rare. It seems to be very rare that like, very few of them are like they, the, their parents own the business. I actually, okay. yeah, there are a couple. There are a couple. And, and they've been very successful. But I feel like it's a, that's an anomaly. I feel like a lot of times, you know, the, the person who starts the business and creates it, if, if their kids come in and just kind of take over, they didn't go through the struggle to, to get it to where it goes to shit. You know? <laughs> and, I mean, sometimes it doesn't. And, I, right. you know, I've got a couple of clients that, that actually they did inherit the business from their parents and they did really well with it. But I, just, I feel like that's not. Hold on, Tom. You Give me that eagle rare bottle. We getting some shakes on the mic. <laughs> I couldn't figure out. What it was. Right, I was trying to. I was like, we got an earthquake going. <laughs> but I think, like, what you were saying about, like, how to teach your kids. So my son's six, and my parents, we didn't, we didn't have any money, and I remember like that. That kind of like created my drive because I remember like I like I can tell you like very like imprinted in my memory of like going to the grocery store and seeing like a little like hot wheel car and be like, Hey mm-hmm. mom, can we get this? She's like, no, we can't afford it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I would like, I was like, man, I'm never going to, never going to be able to say that. I'm going to, I wouldn't like when I grow up, I'm never going to have to say, no, 
we can't afford it for something like that. I may say, no, we're not going to do it, but not because I can't afford to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I want my Hot Wheel car. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, and so one of the things that I've been trying to work with my son on is like, ask the question when he wants, when he asks for something, I'm like, is that something you want? Or is that something you need? Mm. Ooh, hold it right there. That. That, Love it. You know, and. And now, that, he, now he gets me because now he'd be like, Dad, I, I need this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny? Revy Rev, Pops always say the same thing. You got your wants, you got your needs. Mm-hmm. We want, hold on, who, who do we pick? That's the oh, cornerback. Corner, yeah, yeah he, he's, a, he's a rangy guy. Look, he got the red cup. His pops been drinking. <laughs> he, look, he got the little shaky cup. There you go. Damn, yep. God damn, he's skinny. Sorry, y'all. We watch it. 166. 166. He's rangy. Oh, he's about to get burned. He had like six pick sixes. Damn. Shout out to Emmanuel Forbes. Uh, pick oh, First round, pick 16. So let me tell you what we started doing for Miles uh, also. Um, when, so when he gets birthday money mm-hmm. and, you know, say grandparents say, hey, here's $40. God damn, $40 for his birthday? $40. Shout out to Miles. Yeah, they spoiled the hell out of him. But $40, take him to Target. Right. So we're taking Target, $40. So we told him, like, so we, uh, at, we told him, you know, we're not adding to your money. $40 is your limit. Right. Like, so also... Keep in mind that there's this thing called tax. So yeah. if you get something that's thirty nine ninety nine. So hold on, time out. You taxing miles? No, no, no. You taxing his birthday money? Target's no. taxing miles. No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought, hold on, I, I must have misread you. I was like, no. God damn, your parents taxing you. Okay, no, no, that's no. a good joke. Target is. So we're telling them, you know, save a gap because Target's going to add a little bit of extra money to Target. Yeah. Um. So you know, of course, he goes down the aisle. He sees something that's thirty eight dollars. Or right. Fifty dollars or whatever. He's like, "Can you add money to it?" Like, nope. nope. This is one thing I got. I got my That's kids it. trained now. Is that when they get money, they like, "All right, daddy, I want to put ten dollars." Like, say forty dollars. Yeah. Like, I want to put ten dollars in the bank. I like now. I ask them, "Why you want to do that?" Oh, I want it to grow. Uh, Planting them seeds, man. I, I love it, man. That makes me so proud. That's you know, another T's keys to success. One hundred percent. You know, when T's heard that, man, he called a chubby. He was like, "All right." Man. I did, man. I did. Like, it just makes me shit. proud, man. I mean, like myself, man. I really didn't understand like financial stuff till probably I was in my thirties. And that's real talk. And he's six, six and twelve. Because I mean, think about it. A lot of us really didn't learn about the value of a dollar and save for a dollar till we got much older. Mm-hmm. You know, some of us still don't know. You know, sometimes even my ass still struggle with that shit because I, according to Valerie, you're impulsive. <laughs> impulsive buyer. Yeah. I am. I, I can admit that. There's nothing wrong. Listen, sometimes. Sometimes you got to cheat yourself. Cheat yourself. Don't cheat. <laughs> Listen, no, no, no. Don't Let me cheat, tell you. Don't cheat Jesus yourself. Jesus got me in trouble three times because I'll be somewhere. <laughs> I see a nice pistol I want, you know, and all I hear is teeth in the back of my mind. Treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. <laughs> In moderation, man. In moderation. Like you'll hear the moderation part. But I swear, yo, no <laughs> lie, bro. I will be somewhere when my little impulsive kick kicks in. That's the first voice I hear in my head. Yo, Val going to come kick your ass for this shit. That's the first voice I hear in my head. And TC always be saying it. Don't cheat yourself. Treat yourself. Right, I mean, so. you, we work hard, man. We all work fucking hard, man, and we deserve to, you know, treat ourselves from time to time. You know, it's something. Sometimes, like even me, 
you know, I used to be like really, I want to save here, buy this next investment property here, do this and do that. And I really wasn't doing too much for myself. You know mm. what I mean? Setting up for my kids' future, you know. And, it, and then I was like, you know what? I got to slow down and like enjoy fucking life. I'm not can't enjoy it once I'm retiring at hopefully 50. Right. <laughs> but, you know, I'm going to enjoy it all the way through in moderation. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So you got the oldest child here, right? Boy. So yeah. when, it, when it comes to time, you making her get a job or how you gonna handle that? So she already knows she's gonna get a job. And cause you told her to or cause she wants to. No, she wants to. Okay. She wants to. And we told her. Oh. Like, no, you're gonna get a job. And we're trying to start her early because she's at babysitting age. Mm. And we're trying to tell her, she all saying already, hey, I'm a uh babysit for free. Like, no, you can set your rates. For family, it won't be as much, but outside of family, you know, you're gonna set little, the going rate. We're gonna take take the average. You know what I'm saying? So the good thing about Dylan is she wants to work. Dylan wants her own money, mm-hmm. but again, it's teaching her about don't spend your money on dumb shit. Right. And like for instance, um, she's 12 years old, so she has this thing about she wants to buy smell good from fucking. Bath and Body Works and shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I'm like, like one day we sent her to the mall. She was with her girlfriends and stuff. Gave her a little bit of money. She comes back with Bath and Body Works. I'm like, what? <laughs> you would spend all your money in Bath and Body Works to get some sprays. Like, really? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's the little things like that. But again, See, treat yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. She's not gonna treat herself. <laughs> no, no, not at all. You know, at all. But I mean, again, going back to the subject, I think all of us agree, and all of us realize that um, our kids have to see a certain amount of struggle. Mm-hmm. And I think all of us agree that we don't want our kids to be the spoiled people who don't who can't handle struggle because it's already bad enough now that kids mentally due to social media. And I would say due to social media, they're not as hard as we are. Mm-hmm. They can't pivot. They can't, they can't take change. They can't, you know, life is very hard for them. Yeah. Right. And exposed more. Yeah, exactly. I know, like, <laughs> we grew up without social media. Like, I could I could be off of social media for a minute and I'll be straight, you know? Mm-hmm. As long as I have YouTube. <laughs> so I can watch my car videos. Ain't the only one you you need. Hey, that was the porn That was, episode, a, that was right the last now. episode. I ain't gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> what was it called? Black Touch or what was did it you, called? Did you check it out? No, nah, I didn't check it out, though. Check it out tonight. Black Touch. What was it called? Black Touch. Black Touch. Dot com. New episodes, <laughs> new episodes out every Friday. Shout, shout out to BlackTouch.com. All right. Shut up, man. But that was the last episode. Come on. God, yeah. But no, no, no. You got to experience some type of struggle. Like, you experience some type of struggle in schoolwork to get yeah. better, to get smarter. Experience mm-hmm. some type of struggle in sports uh, to get faster, to get stronger. So, yes, you need to experience. Well, that was the beauty about college. College, we were struggling. <laughs> But TC like, but the thing was college, right? We can say right now we can say we struggling, but back then when we was in the mix, I didn't feel like I was struggling. It was a different type of struggle. Like, all right, for instance, 
when you knew the calf was closed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you at night, and you don't got nobody to go get see, the true see, dollar menu. You got to drink water just to get listen, the breakfast. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> That's why I was a little upset I missed the PWI versus HBCU debate. We're going to have because a part two. PWI, didn't y'all have like late night spots y'all can go to and eat? Well, Tommy with the UK. Mm. Tell us what. How was y'all? How was y'all? I know when I went out to Towson, man, they had food all the damn time, and they had fucking great food. Bowie, that shit closed down at seven o'clock. Seven o'clock, you, you better have some shit out. in your room, or you was yeah. short. Tommy, what y'all have in Kentucky? Yeah, we had stuff that was open till like till like three or four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Fuck me, are you serious? Cheap, like cheap pizza, like you know. God, yeah, God, so, is that on campus, like, off campus? Off campus. Okay, okay. But like exactly. right down the street. Yeah. Walk to so, so basically, if, if you ever been to Kentucky, the whole fucking town, excuse me, I'm eating a french fry. The whole goddamn town is part of the goddamn school. Like UK is downtown. It's like downtown. Right okay. Yeah. It's just like tech. Yeah, I think Maryland, I think our, I think the uh, the food spot closed at like nine o'clock. But y'all had the cornerstone and all those bars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I live bars. in College Park. So. Yeah. He lives like right in right College Park. Street, cornerstone. Like, he, like right in College Park. Thursday night's the cornerstone. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I've been there. I partied out there and visited other, you know, females in that, you know, during that time. Probably. I remember. No, I, did not, I did not visit any females. So, uh, <laughs> I was, I was, I was on the college campus. <laughs> no, he was sitting here blanked out. <laughs> Um. Anywho, yeah, y'all had a bunch of food spots there. May not been right there on the campus, but y'all come smoothie right king. The they had like the first smoothie mm-hmm. king, the like first Chipotle, all that. I was like, man, yeah, boy, we didn't have that. We was out in the middle of nowhere, bro. Yeah, we ain't had nothing. But I mean, McDonald's probably was like 10, 15 minutes away. But that was like when they had the midnight menu. Yeah, nine nine cent double cheeseburgers. <sighs> well, that's that like, like Kentucky College Park is like its own town. Shout out to the Trot Hills at uh. University of Maryland. Mm. That's a whole other story. Mm. That yeah. stamp, what was it? Stamp Center? Stamp yeah, Union? Oh, y'all had some parties damn man. Man, I had some time. parties up there. Yeah. <sighs> Boy. I mean, we hung out there. I know we're kind of off topic, but way off it's Maryland, okay. <laughs> it was like, I'm thinking 02 because that was yep, the same it was year. Like we 02. had a great football team. Yep. And they had, they won the ACC. Um, and we went right up that jump. And we partied with all party They with showed them. us love football players. Because half of the football players from PG County. Yeah. yeah. It was like, that was We had a good time. time. Those were good time. days, man. But no, get, to get back on topic on what we was talking about, I'm just curious. And we can go around the horn. It's like. What are you guys doing for your kids to keep them grounded? Mm. So we can start off with Eugene I'll start and just work our way around. Basically, I, I, I'm actually gonna um, I'm actually gonna give the the kudos to Valerie because Val keep it real with them. And one of the things she do, especially when we in Baltimore, mm-hmm. she take them around where she grew up at. That's mm-hmm. what we've been meaning to do. Yeah. She take them around where she grew up at. She take she she tells them like what she what she had to go through, and if you go up there around Park Heights and shit, yeah, it's true. Yeah, she takes she she does that. So that's that's one way, and you know I I take them around all the places I've lived. I take them first in Landover. Like this is where Daddy really came from. <laughs> but then when we went to the moving on up, <laughs> you know, this is where we came from too. But it's like, you know, you got to take them back to, like, where you grew up. And then what Val also does is, it's like, look, this is where my kids at Anacostia High School, this is where they live. Mm. And look at where you live. Mm-hmm. So that, that comparison and contrast, you know. And also, and I think, uh, Marcus, you talked about it down in Waldorf. We got a real big homeless issue. Yeah. 
you know. And the good thing about my kids are they humble and real sensitive to that. Same. Especially Sarah. To the point where we was at a gas station. It was a homeless guy. And Sarah couldn't stop crying because she wanted to go out and help him and put a blanket on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But just showing them and not shielding them from it. And like, yo, this is this is real life out here. Yeah. This is why mommy and daddy go to work every day. You know what I'm saying? This is what we do for you. And like, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what we do. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So you told me, you took my, you know, I already talked about it with the homeless people. Um, we, you know, have a conversation with him, showing him that it's all ends of the spectrum as far as, you know, different classes. Yes, there's rich, there's middle class, there's poor. Um, so the middle, you know, with the uh, homeless people issue that we're going, we showed Miles, you know, giving the homeless people money, right. things like that. So he, like you say, he's more sensitive to that. Um, and we actually have been meaning to show him, uh, well, at least my wife more so, because she works for D.C. Public Schools. Yeah, shout out to Valzu, shout out to DCPS. So what my wife wants to do is she wants to te- talk, take him over to some of the schools that he's driving around <laughs> where she yeah. worked and show him, like, look, these kids don't have the shoes or the jeans. Exactly. You know, sometimes they're eating their only meal at the school, mm-hmm. things like that. So. And I and I know I, I I forgot to actually mention this. Um, Dylan has worked in soup lines before. Her godfather mm-hmm. uh, bought her and um, her godbrother, may he rest in peace, bought um, both of them out to work a soup line. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's one thing that we said we wanted to do for one Thanksgiving was to either adopt a family or to go to like a food line just to show them like, yo, this again, this is life. You know what I'm saying? This is life for some people. You you really got it good. Yeah. But what's crazy is it's people like me, you, Tease, Tommy, that's one paycheck away from that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, just showing kids that, you know. And like you said, and then to touch on something that you touched on earlier, like, yes, our parents definitely did hide their struggle away from all of, all of us. Um, right. I know we definitely have hit that from our kids. Like, you know, I I remember was it a year ago, Miles had a track meet, and 10 minutes before he run, he was about to run his race. You know, I got a call from my supervisor, like, yeah, we're going to have to let you go. Mm. So um, not putting you on, you know, what they call, quote, unquote, in contract world, the beach. Yeah. Like, you know, they hold you on for. You got to be like, oh. No, like, you know, like in one week. You know, we're letting you go. So um, I had to put on a face for his race right. and spent the entire rest of our va- quote unquote vacation weekend, you know, finding another job and having to make sure that he did not know what I was going through. And that and that's the I'm telling you, that's the hard part of, of parenting. When yeah. You got stuff like that that comes up and you got to keep. Yeah, and yeah. you, you know remember, what I'm and you know, we remember some things from growing up, right? Um, so, like for me personally, you know, I pretty much grew, and from I pretty much grew in three households, right? Uh, my mom, she was single, uh, and she worked nights, so uh, you know, I remember her picking me up from school, feeding me dinner, letting me go to sleep, and then dropping me off over my grandmother's house, so I slept through the night. She work her shift, midnight shift, overnight shift. As soon as she gets off, she comes back over to my grandmother's house and she takes me to school. Shout out to mom. Shout out to mom. Shout out to mom. And, you know, going also 
you know, the struggle of going to three different houses, trying to figure out, you know, which house am I staying over this weekend, this weekend, right. you know, eventually you, you catch up, up to it. And, right? and those are the struggles. I think that's what we're talking about, that yeah. we don't want to show our children right. or, no. or, or don't want them to to experience. One, the main thing I want before, you know, I had kids is I wanted to make sure they had one stable household. Right. And I know I've definitely achieved that so far. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Tommy, so let, let me shoot you another question, Tommy. Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. So we got Tommy on here. Tommy like, you motherfucker. <laughs> so how do I'm a, I'm gonna pose the same question that T's posed to all of us. How do you show Jack? How do you keep him humble and grounded? Even though he's younger, you know, he's in a somewhat affluent area. You know, how do you How old is Jack? Jack is six. Right. So he, he pretty much don't understand. He's living life. <laughs> he's a little oblivious to right. He's living life. <laughs> um, I think I, I think you know, I mentioned the thing of like the wanting or needing right um, question. Um, you know, making sure like when he when he wants something, you know that we've have talked to him about like you know hey you no I'm not going to buy it for you if you want to buy it. If you want to buy it, right, you can buy it yourself. You've got like we like we we pulled all his money out of his piggy bank. We laid it all out on the counter, counted the whole thing. Counted like, it up. What you want to do? And what then I say, do? okay, right. now, do you want to buy this? Now let's work. Let's. This is how much it's going to take. Do you want to? And he's like, I don't want to spend my money on that. Jack already know it. I guess uh, I guess you're not getting it. <laughs> no. Um, and I and and so I think you know we've we've had talks about like. Um, you know, yeah, there are kids like we, you know, we went to, um, went to a friend's house and he, he walked in and, and it was, you know, it was, it was real small. And he said, well, this is, this is such a small house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I'd take him, I, you know, walking back, I was like, Hey man, you know, you can't, like, shut up. You can't say that because like I said, you know, look, different people are in different places in life. And, mm-hmm. and so like, and you know, when you say something like that, that makes it makes that person feel bad. Dude, he wheeled around. He was he was going back to apologize. He was like he was like he felt so bad. Um, and so I, but like I think you know we've kind of started like introducing that a little bit of like mm-hmm. you know not everybody has the same has the situations. We, we, you know every time that we talk like when he you know because he of course he wants to keep all his toys and we're like no you can't keep all your toys I'm sorry like there's a bunch of stuff you don't even right. look at in like two years and so like so everything's like okay so like. We're gonna take these toys up, but we're like, we're gonna give them to kids that, that need them, mm-hmm. right? And so you pick out stuff that that you're gonna give to to kids that actually need it that don't have as many as you. Right, dude, you you've got like a mountain of toys here. Exactly, <laughs> we can't even walk through this room. So it's almost like at the end of the day, it starts with us as parents. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You it, have to keep them grounded. Yeah, it really starts with us as parents. You know, shoot, this has been a. But no, but oh, no, oh, no, right, I, course, I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to jump in there. But um, like my damn it, dynamic is a little bit different, right? Because obviously my kids' mothers, they're not in my house. Right. So you got one living in one household and living, in, you know, I'm living in another. Um, so is one, you know, for as single parents that's out there and that parents is living, I mean, that's living in blended households is that. One, we know we got to be all on the same page on how we're going to raise that child. 
Very important. And that's one thing I give shout out to my, my two sons, mothers, is that, you know, we're on the same page on like, okay, we have to instill certain values into our kids. You know, granted, she's doing well. Um, I'm doing well. But at the same time, we have to teach them that, you know, you know, staying grounded. I haven't gotten a chance to do the whole, you know, uh, I think you said, oh, I can't remember who it said. It was about like serving meals and things of that nature. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, but that's something we thought about like for Christmas because it, it's starting to get to the point where, you know, you're getting gifts. You're open it. Go to the side. Go to exactly. the Exactly. Yeah. It's like, all right, this is starting to get old. We got to figure it out. So we're we're going to start doing the um, adopt the family thing yep. or what have you. Um, you know, going to serving meals and things of that nature. Yep. But I mean, outside of that, right now is just trying to you know explain to him like how do daddy and you know mommy how do we acquire different things? They you know money just doesn't just grow on trees. You actually you, you got to work for it or what have you. And I, I think you know he he is six. He is six, but he's, he's he's starting to understand like okay, it's not just poof, it's here or right. have you. There's certain things you got to do. Certain things you got you know get up in the morning because he hates getting up in the morning in school. It's just like hey man, you got to do certain things to get what what you want in life, and it, sometimes that does take hard work. And um, I, I definitely give my kids props on that because they they're starting it's starting to click a little bit. And like I talked about the financial thing is, you know, they understand that you know. You have to generate money. You can go work for somebody and get a paycheck every two weeks, but I'm trying to instill as well. You can develop your own business as well. Exactly. He wants he wants money. I'm not just going to give you money, Braxton. I'm not. What can you do to get money? Tell me. Give me an idea. Like, you know, he's playing football now. Daddy, I want to sell football visors. I want to do that. Okay. All right. All right. Let's, let's talk about that a little bit. So just planting that seed and just letting them know that, you know, like you guys were talking about, everybody doesn't have the same, you know, same plat- uh, platform, the same field, like uh, Tommy was talking about, is that, you know, sometimes, you know, if you go over to a friend's house, he doesn't have his own room like you do. It's like, it's okay, but you just have to understand that sometimes everybody's not on the, you know, the same playing the same field. Point, huh? But at the end of the day, if you continue to work hard, do what you need to do in school, pray to God, be good, to, respectful for your, you know, your parents and your family, you'll do well. So that's that's one of the biggest things that I'm trying to instill in my kids is just like continue to work hard, be respectful, and do what you got to do. Man, that, that was good nuggets right there. And I'm, and I'm gonna say this: I'm proud of all you guys because all of you guys are good fathers. You know, and Me I've too, been man. around. I've been around all of you guys with your kids and stuff. You know, y'all are, y'all are, y'all are some good, fantastic dads, and I just want the world to know that there are good dads out here. There are, you know, there are good dads out here, and that we always, at the end of the day, we just want what's best for our kids. You know, so so definitely, this has been a good conversation. So much so, we didn't even get to the little second part of the uh, <laughs> jump, but um, this has still been a good conversation. You know, yeah, sure. and like I said, at the end of the day, um, this podcast. We're going to touch on everything, and we're going to touch on the things that matter. We're married. We're married in 40. We're 40. You know, We're going to have our singles show. We're still waiting on our singles. Shout out to Brandon when you're going to get on here. <laughs> Don't worry. We're going to drag you on. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Sojo. We're going to drag you on. We got a show for y'all. But um, we're, going to, we're going to touch on things that matter because uh, this is something that uh, conversation that's definitely needed at all times. You know what I'm saying? So just to uh, close it up for tonight, 
Um, again, we want to thank uh, Mr. Tommy Benz, Tommy, Tommy, for uh, joining us tonight. We we had a good pick by the uh, by the Commanders. No, they did not. And um, I didn't see the. The Ravens or Dallas pick yet? Oh, the Ravens are about okay. to pick me too. Hey, listen, we don't, we don't celebrate in April, man. We don't celebrate. Listen, hey, the, the Ravens, Flock Nation. We don't celebrate in April, man. We we, we, we like to celebrate in February, you know, January. Well, y'all ain't do no celebrating. You know when year. you do better, you pick later. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Tommy stayed out this conversation because he's a Falcons fan and they haven't celebrated in a while. Yeah, it's been a while for them. It's, it's been, been a while. little bit. It's been a while. Definitely, man. But look, man, we want to just thank everybody for listening in to another episode of All Shit on 40. Sure. Please like us, subscribe to us. We're on Apple Music. Send We're on iHeartReady. Yes, send us questions. All right. Share, share, share it. Share, share, share it with your people. All right, iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Pandora Podcast. We're on all that. Anywhere that you can find your podcast. And look us up on IG, All Shit I'm 40. Click the link in the profile, and it will take you right there. Thank you for this another episode of All Shit I'm 40. This is Gene. We had Tease. We had Marcus and special guest Tommy. Peace. Peace.